Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, Bestie, I'm Taylor. And I'm Morgan. We are the hosts of Creeps and Crimes podcast. Every Thursday, Morgan takes us on a deep dive into a paranormal case or a conspiracy theory. And Taylor will bring you a detailed and accurate reporting on a true crime case. Since we launched in 2020, we have never missed a Thursday. With over 160 episodes ready for you to binge, you will never run out of cases. And you can follow along on Instagram at Creeps and Crimes podcast. Whether you're in the car or enjoying a glass of wine, tune in every Thursday to Creeps and Crimes. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi, friends. I miss you guys so much that I even almost was like, ask me a question for the podcast. And then I realized that I hate when people do that. So I don't do that. It's hard sometimes being such a judgmental person because you judge so many things that you can't do so many things. Do you know what I mean? Because then I'm also a person that wants to stay true to myself and not be a fucking flipping hypocrite, which I am. 89% of the time. So I'm trying to avoid it the other 11% of the time and not flip. But, but it gets hard. It gets hard to, to, to avoid the millions of things that you hate the people do that you can't do because you said that you hate the people do. Anyway, hi, I truly miss you. That's the other thing. It's like when I started and everyone would be like, you're my internet best friend. And I think it was actually in my bio once like your internet best friend and that's how I feel a lot of the time and then every single person on earth says it can't do that either so no one has a unique thought anyway solo pod time where I pretend that you guys are able to talk back to me so what's up everyone I just got back from Mexico it was my first time in Mexico which is like hmm Kind of crazy, right? Like, I feel like people go to Mexico all the fucking time. Or is that just like what you see on social media? And we've never been. I've never been to Mexico. I haven't even been to the closer Mexico. This time went to Puerto Vallarta, which is on the west side. So longer flight for us East Coast people. Short ass flight for fucking West Coast people. Jealous. 
this was a brand trip for Nyx. They do period underwear, among other things. But this was actually a swimsuit trip, which when I got the offer, I was like, influencer trip in Mexico, in bathing suits, in a villa. Like, what am I revolve around the world? Like, that's how I felt. I felt like it was not me. And and I was like, oh, my God, like how? And I was also going to be leaving Noah for 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 a few for a few good days where I only left him for like one day. So it was a hard debate, but I really love the company and I love the girls that were coming on the trip. When I found out the girls were coming on the trip, I was like, oh my God, okay, this is better than revolve around the world. No offense. But, you know, Ashley Graham, Steph Shep, Sarah from the Birds of is like good people in everything the company stands for, which is like size inclusivity and just fucking female empowerment. Anyway, and they ended up telling me I can bring my family. So I was like, hell fucking yeah. So, you know, it was such a great time. I have to tell you guys, being in a bathing suit and knowing that your picture is going to be taken and you have no fucking control over it and they're going to shoot up your fucking ass and you're not going to be able to like, because, well, I've never edited a photo in my life. I don't even have an editing app. But, you know, obviously I'll post photos that I think my body looks good at, that it's from an angle that I approve. I'm never fucking shooting up my asshole. So this was freeing because it was like, the whole point of this campaign is unretouched, unrevised, like live, which I fucking love. So many campaigns you like come out six months after and you don't even know what you looked like when you did them. And this was like fucking live. So it was so freeing because I just let go. It was like kind of like, yeah, shoot, shoot from here, shoot from there, shoot from anywhere. It's going on up. And they made me feel so confident. I was like, it was the weirdest thing. Because I'm a confident person, as you guys know, like, yeah, I'm confident, right? But but I'm not confident in my body. Like, I feel like, a, well, well, we all know, like, bodies are a fucking thing, right? Um, Ariana Grande just said it. But bodies are a thing. Like, everyone has their own relationship with their body, their own issues with their body, ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. It's a constant struggle to accept, to love, to to all the things. So I think I've accepted my body, but it's not to say that I like feel the hottest in a bathing suit and prancing around. It's just it was a lot to let go of that and just be like, I'm prancing around like a freaking model in a bathing suit. And I have to say it was so empowering. It just felt so freeing to not give a shit and to feel like I look good. And everyone was making you feel like I was like, you guys are literally making me feel like the most the hottest thing in the world like I can't take it like because I've never like again as confident as I am I'm not confident in my body I never think about my body that way like oh I have a great you know what I mean like I really would love to meet the person who does it's such a hard thing like we have such a complicated relationship with it but this weekend I felt fucking good about my body I was like okay like she's a model anyway was also very proud well, not proud, but just 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 I think that as an observer, when you see people go on trips and travel all the time, like I'm always like, wow, you're such a carefree bitch. Like, wish I was you. And that's why it's important to me to tell you guys like no carefreeness here. You know what I mean? Like things don't come easily, which I know it's like, oh, boohoo, you fucking flew to Mexico. Yeah. Do you can you believe that I almost like didn't, though, <laughs> like that I almost was like, 
uh, like I didn't want to leave no one. I, I didn't, I felt like too much to go on this trip with people. I don't know. And be in a place that I was never at with people. I don't know. That was like a huge thing for me. And then I knew that there was like this boat excursion. I'm not a huge, like mid deep sea person. And it was like, where are we going to be on the boat? I had so many questions and it ended up just being, well, that's the thing with me. I also told you guys this, like I always expect the worst and then get the fucking best. Like, you know how in shrinking there's that guy that says like everything always works out for me. So I forget what the philo- his philosophy was, but mine is just like expect the fucking worst. I don't want to change that. Like not even therapy. I remember my therapist wanted to change it. She's like, we should work on that. I'm like, how about not? Because it ends up really being nice for me. And it was just so empowering to be around all these women and an amazing brand. And actually they gave me my period. I was like, oh, great. Is this a spell? because it's period underwear. I came only with thongs, brought nothing with me. Had no idea I was getting my period. It said that it was like nine days away when we left. I got it there and thank God they have fucking leak-proof underwear because I needed that shit and leak-proof bathing suits. But anyway, so yeah, even on the boat, I remember I went to the bathroom on the boat. That's where you get really like fucked. If you, I don't get seasick, but like just get a little like, woo. So when I went to the bathroom and everything was kind of like moving and rocking, I was like, <laughs> it was also funny because the night before we did the boat excursion, I talked to big game. Everyone was like, I'm not going to jump in like when we kind of anchor. And I was like, oh, my God, why would you jump in? I'm like, I'm going to jump in, like didn't jump in. <laughs> so it was funny. The founder, I was like, oh, my God, I talked such a big game. She's like, you talked medium game. I like that. You talked medium game. I'm a medium game talking kind of gal. Okay. Oh, Thrive Market. You are my baby. I love you, you guys. I'm going to give you the code first. Okay. So join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash not skinny for 30% off your first order plus a $60 gift. Thrivemarket.com slash not skinny. T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash not skinny will get you the 30% uh, off your first order and a free $60 gift. Thrive Market is just such an amazing place. I have the app. Super easy to navigate. You can go by a specific diet if that's paleo, if it's gluten free, if it's dairy free, if it's vegan, if it's vegetarian, whatever they have it. You can also go by if you want a snack, you want the snack aisle, you want the frozen aisle. I get my favorite milk there, which is Elmhurst almond milk. It's the best for me. Like it's all about the color when I used to drink coffee, but now with my matcha, it's like, are you brightening my coffee? I don't care what it tastes like. Are you brightening my matcha? Is it the perfect color? So Elmhurst um, almond milk is just my fave. And that's where I get the best deals on Thrive Market. They also have amazing snacks. I buy Yum Earth for Noah, like the lollipops and the candies, the Siete chips. I mean, they have just great deals on everything and they save you money. They save you time. Love the filters on their app. Whether you're looking for certified gluten-free snacks or non-toxic cleaning essentials, you curate your own shopping experience. You could also put things on auto ship. So join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash not skinny for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash not skinny. Thrivemarket.com slash not skinny. Anyway, guys, let's talk about some stuff that I want to talk about with you that I've been kind of like wanting to remember to discuss with you in more depth. One of them is like, whoa, J-Lo. Hi, J-Lo. Are you doing the most? Like, by the way, I met her when I did the Amazon Prime, her movie, Red Carpet. 
And I can't tell you how many people scared me. When I said I was going to interview J-Lo on the red carpet, everyone was like, oh, good luck. Like, oh, what a diva. Like, oh, she's not nice. And professionals, too, like hair and makeup people and everyone. I was like, wow, thank you. I am shaking. And she was actually super cool to me. And if you remember, complimented my green eyes. And I was like, hmm, done. Love her. I could tell that she was a real one. Like, she's not going to, like, up her voice and be like, you mean? But I kind of like that. She felt real. Remember, she was like, I like shit like that. I was like, yeah. So I'm a fan. But I do think that she doesn't have to do the gazillion things she's doing. Like, are there four JLo's? Like, how does she have time? <laughs> so she has this new drink, Delola, founded by Jennifer Lola Lopez, which was another thing. I was like, who calls you Lola? But then we went back and we saw that Mark Anthony used to call her Lola. Weird to kind of keep that name around. You've been married seven times. And also Delola is a cocktail, like a like a, a, a cocktail. And she doesn't drink. So people were very confused because you can go back to interviews and see that J-Lo kind of says that the reason she has good skin is not only the olive oil but it, she also attributes it to not drinking and here she is uh, making a drink she has a paloma rosa spritz bella berry spritz lauren spritz i think they're supposed to be like lower in sugar maybe i wonder let's see it's gluten-free only 110 calories per serving i want to try it now but People are noting that it's not on brand and that it goes kind of against what she usually stands for and kind of hypocritical to what she attributes her fucking Botox-less skin to. Okay, I could agree. I could agree. Maybe she should have done like a non-alcohol like Katy Perry's doing a non-alcohol. And Katy Perry actually just went in an interview and said that she's been sober for a little bit. Could be working with her brand though. Wow, Katy Perry gets a lot of shit. Anyway, back to Delola. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You guys, I'm so dumb. Oh, my God. I'm just realizing. No, I'm not even joking. The Delola, the name of the, the crafted cocktails is De Lola, like by Lola, like Lola is in J-Lo. That's why she's bringing back the nickname. I I'm dead. I'm dead. OK, sorry, you guys. I don't always connect the dots. Those are the dots founded by Jennifer Lola Lopez. And that's why it's called Delola. Anyway, aside from that, she did a revolve partnership not too long ago. I don't know. I know I've been kind of shitting on Revolve here. I don't know. I'm not sure I love everything Revolve stands for and not only the Revolve Fest, but like all of it. I don't know. They give me kind of Fry Festival vibes in general, but but her doing Revolve, like influencers should do Revolve. Like you're J-Lo. You're J-Lo. So she did a Revolve thing, but then people reminded me she also has a DSW line. Like she's Jenny from the block. She does it all. So she is fucking one. She is fucking one busy bitch she also has a new netflix movie coming out in may called the mother which i kind of love it looks like an enough vibe where she's like hardcore like saving a kid like all this shit i'm excited thank god there are so many j-lo's and i have to say i saw the air movie ben affleck's movie first of all i feel like we've been sleeping on ben affleck like yeah we've been like his me duncan memes and shit but he's kind of funny like first of all he played like the nike founder dude and he was really funny in character. Also, I was really shocked because I loved this movie so much and it had zero like hooking up in it. And I usually need some sort of like romance vibe. And like it's just wild when there's a movie that's so good, but it has no 
mystery, no action, no romance. And it's just a story. It's just a good fucking story with good fucking actors. So it's really good. You should you should see it. But anyway, yeah, J-Lo acting like she's poor and doing all these things is really like the thing is, if I was like Mila rich of how rich he is, I would be retired. You know what I mean? That's just the thought is like all these people doing all these things when they have already so much money. And it's like, why wouldn't you take a moment and chill out? I also want to discuss for a moment podcast that came out two weeks ago. Sarah Shahi was on the podcast. She was the star of Sex Life which is officially now canceled. And that headline came out after our podcast. So Sarah was so cool. She she did start following me after her ex-husband was on the pod. I was like, okay, hello. And she was so kind to me. I was like, want to come on the pod? She was like, yeah. I was like, is it weird for your ex-husband was on the pod? She was like, nope, he's an actor. I get it. I was like, okay. And she was just so open. Like, mind you, she came on the Zoom with pajamas and like full face moisturizers and she told me the whole thing which I need to remember I wrote it down because I was like your skin is so good like give us the the fucking routine and she was staying in this like really simple little spot while she's filming her new show but anyway she really opened up kind of about the divorce she also wanted to clarify the timeline which I admitted to her that I was confused about and I want to be I must I probably was one of the people that attributed to the conversation. There was an overlap. I was very sure of it. And then when I was kind of doing research for the pod, I was like, oh, my God, I was screaming everywhere that there was an overlap. However, plain and simple, it says in front of me, like she and Steve filed for divorce in May 2020 and the filming started September 2020. Like, oh, my God. So there wasn't an overlap. But I still think there is a story there that I would love to get. Maybe when we have our like Billy night and wear sparkles but anyway throughout the interview i could kind of tell that when we talked about sex life she wasn't that excited about it she talked very emotionally about getting the script and feeling like she's billy which like she fucking was irl and connecting to it but the way she was talking about kind of the ending and the second season i was getting the vibe that she's not into it like she would ask me so what yeah you liked it like you so what'd you think like did you and i was like words you're getting and then she finally in the episode said that she didn't truly like it and she even said like listen netflix isn't gonna hire me again but like i didn't really like it i thought it was gimmicky like she basically said like in the first season when like the penises were shown and shit like there was a reason kind of and in the second season i mean i feel like we all chose to ignore like he fucking inflated his dick with his balls like one of the actors in the in the show like and she was genuinely upset that she didn't get to act alongside her partner as much as she thought she should. And also it was super sped up. I mean, it was only six episodes. Anyway, we could all tell by watching the show that this was a series finale. Like they wrapped it up tightly in a bow after six episodes. It didn't feel like there was going to be a season three anyway. And we also knew that Sarah had already been hired for a new network show that she was filming while we were podcasting. However, Netflix decided to release the statement to the press that the show has been canceled right after our interview. So the headlines were after Sarah Shahi shades Netflix, Netflix's sex life series is canceled. Oh my God, you guys, I was like, fuck, like I felt so bad. I kept on making sure with her that like, she still, still likes me that everything's okay. Obviously, you know, the way it works in podcasts. I'll anytime a guest 
would want to take something out, cut something out. Of course, that's my main goal is for the guests to be like happy with the show that they would want to come back. Like, I'm not trying to like, but that's what happened. And I kept on making sure with her and kind of was told that, no, it was not supposed to come back as we all assumed. And that I understood the formal answer that I got was that there was a timeline and this was the time that they were going to announce that it's canceled. But to me, it seemed kind of sus that like they would announce it after her interview that seemed like she was quote unquote shading them or that's how the media was portraying it. So to me as an observer, I'm like, no, Netflix wanted to have the fucking bottom line. They want to be like, you're going to say this publicly. We're going to make it seem like you lost your job because you talk shit. I don't know. That's how it seemed like to me. I mean, the day of the day of the interview and the day after all these headlines come out about things she said about the show. And I mean, also about her divorce and stuff, by the way, wonder like how Steve feels just wondering. Hmm. But I was like, should I like tell Steve? Like I get so (laughs) weird. You guys, I get so invested. Like I'm like, should I like tell Steve that Sarah's coming on? Like see if he's okay with that. It's like, he doesn't give a fuck about you. And like, it's business like quote unquote, but I get like invested. Like this is life to me. So anyway, that's what I think. I think that it's not a fucking coincidence. And also that the media is just a prime example of the media, like kind of twisting headlines and making it seem like it was canceled because of shit that she said. And if I wasn't kind of part of this, that's what I would assume. I'd be like, oh, my God, this actress talked shit and this. But no, like that's not that's not what happened. Another big piece of news that happened in the last few weeks was that Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn broke up, which again, to me, is like, who told the press? Like, did Taylor's team tell the press? Why did Taylor's team tell the press? Like, who was the source? Like, these are the things I want to know now, because how did it get out? Like the relationship is so super private. That's what I was asking kind of Swifties like that were not well when this broke. Like they were like, love is dead. And I'm like, wait, so like happy she's happy, happy she was happy. And they were obviously doing well. They were dating for years. But like, what did you guys know about them that made you so obsessed? Like we didn't really get any taste of their relationship. And the Swifties answer was kind of like just that you saw like how happy she was and the music she wrote and blah, blah, blah. But we got nothing from him aside from Sean Mendez getting caught in the lie detector saying that he gives that. Remember, he was like, they were like, do you like him? And he's like, yeah. And they're like lying. And he was like, well, I guess he does give villain vibes. But no one kind of really like knew what he's about. There were rumors that they were married or whatever, but apparently they're broken up. And we didn't really get a real reason. But listen, Taylor on the prowl, Taylor single. I'm into like these young girls being single. You know what I mean? Seeing as I was a child bride. Just kidding. Married to 27 does feel like a child bride, though. Another couple that seems to be going strong, though, is Pete Davidson and Chase Suey, which I actually am really into. And I know some people think that I hate on Pete sometimes and for people that didn't think that or didn't catch that vibe for me the the main thing the reason why it might seem like I'm hating which I don't hate him at all is just because I have this like feeling that's screaming inside of me that he's not exactly what he puts out doesn't mean he's not a good guy doesn't mean he's not a good boyfriend doesn't mean he's not a good son none of that it just means that I have a feeling that he wants to be really famous And that's his play and that he makes it seem in all these ways that he's like, no cameras, 
that's my thing. That's the only thing I think of Pete. But anyway, I'm kind of into this relationship for for him. He played alongside Chase in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And now they're dating. And she's like age approps. She's, I feel like, fame approps. Like, is, like he's not, she's not Mariah Carey. He's dating like a young actress, a young up and coming actress. It just feels right. I feel like this is good for him. He doesn't need to date these like fucking mega famous people. I like it for him. Recently, he was seen visiting Bedford where Martha Stewart lives. And actually, I thought that we were onto something because Martha tagged him. She loves she's like fucking Caitlyn Jenner. She's like, let me tell you who was here. Let me show you. Let me spill the tea. And you can't get mad at me. I'm literally 100. So which like gold. Did you guys see she was on this like panel and she was drinking a margarita out of a measuring cup like fucking gold. Also want to move to Bedford. Apparently all the celebs live there. It's like upstate New York. It seems like a vibe. And she tagged the real estate agent like muffin something in that post. And I was like, oh, my God, are Chase and Pete looking to like buy a place? And then I was told that like, no, Martha just like hangs out with her. But Martha did say that she was giving them kind of a tour. So I'm like, mm, maybe they do want to buy a place. Maybe he's finally leaving his his mom's basement. But anyway, his new show, Bupkis, is coming out soon, I believe in May, on Peacock. And it's about his life again. We got a little tease, teaser about it. It's really about his life. And I'm like, wasn't King of Staten Island about his life? Like, damn, like he's this young kid. He's not even 30. All this shit made about his life as if like, I don't know. I don't know. Just saying. Also, he's going to host SNL soon, which is really cool and a really big deal. Like. I just I don't know. I feel like he got very lucky. Do you know what I mean? Like he's coming back to host SNL. He worked there for a while. I kind of heard a lot of different stories. I mean, that he wasn't the easiest to work with. But Lauren kind of is obsessed with him, obviously. And they're bringing him back to host. And he also just recently said and he, he actually went on a couple podcasts and not mine as per my April Fool's. And he said a few things. One of the things he said was like, I don't understand why people are so fascinated like with my dating life. Like I only dated 10 people in 12 years or 12 people in 10 years. And it's like, dude, it's not how many people you dated. It's like fucking women you dated. Like, are you being funny right now? And that he was like kind of upset that on SNL, he would be like part of the joke when he was working there. It's like, yeah, dude, you became part of the joke because SNL makes fun of like celebrities and you're a celebrity now. Like you wanted to be a celebrity. So like now you're a celebrity. We all made, you know, a New Year's resolution at some point, at some time that, you know, we want to start eating healthier, that we want to be better. But striving for perfection is exhausting. And especially when it comes to eating a healthy lifestyle, you know, it's so hard to, you know, make a new kind of habit and stick with it because it's all about habits. So this is where Noom comes in because they believe in progress, not in perfection. And they show you how roadblocks in your health journey are actually an opportunity to learn and grow because Noom uses psychology to help you make intentional choices that are aligned with your values and your goals. So Noom uses a psychology-based approach and empowers you to build more sustainable habits and behaviors. And they provide you daily lessons that are personalized 
applies to you and your goals. So whatever your health goals are, they have a flexible program that focuses on progress. You could choose your level of support from five-minute daily check-ins to personal coaching. And you just have to remember that progress is rarely a straight line and off days are totally okay. Noom is there to help you get back on track. So 95% of customers say Noom is a good long-term solutions. They've also published 50 peer-reviewed scientific articles describing their methods and effectiveness. So find purpose in the progress with motivation and support from Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash NotSkinny. That's Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash NotSkinny to sign up for your trial today. Check out Noom's first ever book, The New Mindset a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change available to buy now wherever books are sold. You guys know I always keep you in the loop regarding Macy's because I love Macy's. Macy's was my childhood second home. Macy's was a place I went to with my mom whenever I was like, mom, I need a new watch. And we'd go to Macy's and I try on a kid's and I try on a Michael Kors, and I try on a Citizen, because I have everything there. And then when I wanted a perfume, I'd spritz the Britney, I'd spritz the Paris. They have everything there, okay, you guys? So I wanted to tell you that they have a good sale coming up. It's a Macy's Friends and Family Sale from April 21st to Sunday, April 30th. You can get an extra 30% off designers that rarely go on sale, like DKNY. Calvin Klein, and you can take 15% off beauty favorites like Mac, Marc Jacobs, Urban Decay, and more. So go to Macy's.com and you save with promo code FRIEND. Again, that's Macy's.com and the promo code is FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D. Some exclusions apply. You got to see Macy's.com for details and also get a head start, you guys. Mother's Day is May 14th. Get a head start on gift shopping and give some love to your mom or to a mom in your life by finding exactly what she wants. Is she into beauty? Is she into workout? Is she into chocolate? Is she all the above? Macy's makes it super easy to tailor your gift with their gift finder. Check out these great ways to shop and more inspo at Macy's.com slash gift finder. So anyway, I don't know. Those are the like little issues that I have with him, but I'm still like into him like everyone else. Okay. Still see the BDE. Like, don't you worry. Another thing that really sparked my interest. First of all, I don't know about you, but I follow Eva Mendes on Instagram. She's an interesting little one. I feel like I posted this before. I was like, what is her style? She wears these like floral dresses. She has her own thing going on. She has her own thing going on. And I'm interested in it. And not just her sponge company, but like her own vibe. Like she's always in these sunflower sun. What do you call it? Sun sun dresses like chiffon sun dresses. Her Instagram presence is interesting. And we kind of forget that she was that she's married to Ryan Glassling and has babies with him. And then she kind of posted this throwback of them from the movie that they were in. It's called A Place Between the Pines or something. A Place Beyond the Pines. They're hot, super hot in it. And someone wrote like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. Like something like would love to see you guys together on a red carpet or. And she was like, listen, I have no problem posting old stuff of us that's already out but like you're, you're not going to get new stuff. We're super private. I know you're going to try to prove me wrong and find like places I did do red carpets with them. But those were two times. Here were the times. 
that won't happen again. We keep this very private. We don't make appearances together. And I'm like, why though? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, do you? And I get it. You're married to, because apparently, allegedly they're married. Yeah. One of the most famous dudes in the world that maybe she doesn't want like a Justin Bieber situation on her hand. Like maybe she doesn't want people being like, he should be with Rachel McAdams from the notebook. Like maybe that's why I'm trying to think. Somebody wrote, Eva, I want to be honest with you. I really hope Barbie will get through the award season just to see you with Ryan. And then she said, you're the best. What a cool moment. Thank you. But we don't do those things together. Like these photos I've been posting, I'm only comfortable posting because it's already out there. Then she said, oh, wait, for those who may catch me in a lie, we only were on the red carpet together once when promoting this film. She said, by not comfortable, I mean exposing our very, very private life that we value. I'm still dying to do another movie with him, though. I don't know. I'm just like wondering. By the way, they didn't meet on the set of that movie they met before. But yeah, it is an interesting kind of thing because it's like, it's not like you just started dating, like you're married, you have kids. I wonder like what, I mean, she explained it. I'm like, I wonder, she won't tell it. She just said like she wants to keep their lives private, but like, why wouldn't you want to have like photos together on a carpet? And maybe they don't want like the chatter, like they don't want the chatter of how are they standing? Like, what are they doing? They're cute. They're not cute. Like. He should be with Rachel. I mean, I'm guilty of throwing it back to the VMA Awards when he held Rachel on his hip. Oh, my God. But yeah, that was a weird. I just feel like it's a little odd. I feel like there might be like a peculiar vibe there. And I I wonder what it is. And yeah, I know that I'm in the minority opinion that I'm like kind of like, you guys, what the hell with this Barbie movie? Like, we're all acting like it's the best movie ever. And we're all acting like just obsessed already and not to say that I don't get like really obsessed with things (laughs) but I'm just like you guys can we wait and lower expectations please because like why did you decide this is gonna be the best thing in the world I don't know I don't know I'm not I'm not on the bandwagon just yet another development in the Hailey Bieber Selena Gomez drums which like I do feel strongly about I know I get fucking and I get shit for it like Hailey by the way let me fucking tell you something. Haley doesn't fucking care about me. Okay. The Kardashian people think that I'm like, oh, you're dream Haley because uh, the Kardashians, they don't fucking care what I say about Haley. Like, what is it? No, this is my strong ass internal feeling that I'm screaming because no one else is saying it. And everyone's like team Selena. And I'm kind of like, okay, that's fine. But like poor Haley. Sorry. That's how I feel. I feel like she's getting so much it. I feel like, wow, it is dangerous the amount of bullying this girl went through on the internet. And I don't think that Selena went through the same amount of bullying at fucking all. And I think that it's wild that people are still holding on to this like teenage relationship that doesn't exist anymore. Now there are new conspiracies going around that like Haley forced Justin to marry her through Hillsong and like all the shit, whatever. Anyway, Haley did come out with a new like the way she has her bathroom show who's in my bathroom that again doesn't make sense to me like why are you in a bathroom it's a bathroom set why are you eating in a bathroom i don't even vibe with it i don't even think she's like she's kind and sweet and 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 has a lot of famous guests but like i'm not sure that's her winning ticket is being a youtube personality but she did a who's in my kitchen now and she did cook with like her mom and her grandma and like selena does have the show home chef and hbo max where she also cooks with like her family and yes is very similar. I want to yell and shake Haley. 
why Haley? You know what they're going to say. You know what they're going to say. They're going to fucking come for you. They're going to say that you're copying her. What are you doing? Where is your head? So everyone's like, well, not everyone, but saying like, oh my God, she came out with this show. She's crazy. She's a stalker. Like she's trying to be Selena. She got Selena's tattoo. She got her fucking whatever. And it's like, okay, no, but I do recognize that it's a bad play. <laughs> like, where is her team? Where is the discussion to be like, I'm not going to do something that she did. Like that is literally putting me on in war zone. Like I'm not as fucking trained as her. Right. Like, and I would be like, guys, no, I'm not fucking doing that. That's going to look fucked up. I'd rather do an extreme sports show and jump out of airplanes than do a show that is something that his ex did that we know what's going to come of it. That's my issue. That's my issue. Not that like she's copying her because like so many people do cooking shows. And she could have started it before or whatever. But I would put a full stop to it because of what people can say like full fucking stop so that's my thing that's my thing where's her team why are you doing this thing that you know is going to cause this shit like just be a little smarter that's my that's my issue also guys i'm having daisy jones withdrawals like and when i tell first of all here's the thing about my anxiety I don't like using the word anxiety lately and i know it's easy to like use it and be like oh i was so anxious or so I try to use it really when I mean it. And I'm telling you guys that when I have legit panic attacks, legit panic attacks where I think I'm like going to faint, have to lay down, whatever I put on Daisy Jones. OK. Oh, you can make a good thing bad. I don't know what's wrong with me. Obsessed with the show, highlighted the show to the world. And I'm dying to get one of them on my show. It hasn't worked yet. And I'm really upset about it. Um, so I'll give you guys posted on that. I putting out in the world, putting out in the stars. And I really also want to know, I'm like, keep me in the loop. Like, what are you up to? Is this a tour? I, oh, Coachella is now, right? Is it going to be Coachella? It, where is it going to be? Who's going to be? Oh, let me know. I'm your biggest fan. I got Zach Braff to watch. I got so many people to watch. Give me Riley. Yeah, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm butthurt. I'm kind of butthurt because it's like I get obsessed with things to the point of really like unwellness. I get you guys obsessed with things as well. And I want more. I want to be like, more. I'm like, put, put me in coach, put me in coach. Anyway, I really hope that we'll be able to get someone on the show at some point, maybe before season two, maybe in 2027. I'll take it whenever you can. I'll take it. I I'll, I will tell you this, though. I haven't had a show and I know I talk about a lot of shows that has really stayed with me. The music has stayed with me. The actors have stayed with me. And by actors, I mean Riley. I mean, Riley, you're a fucking star. Like, you're a star. Like, you don't see that kind of star power a lot, I feel like. When a person just, like... She fucking didn't know how to sing before. Like, didn't never sing. And she's just such a fucking talent that I'm like, you need to keep going. Like, whatever you do, keep going. And Camilla, who's like, we thought she was Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend, just super gorgeous, is then also an amazing fucking actress. Like, hello. Anyway, I fucking love it. I need to know your guys' obsession, though, with Chase Stokes from Outer Banks land, because I don't get it. I do not get it. I don't get it. What do you see that I don't see? Was it the character? on the when he, Johnny boy or whatever his name was that I need to know 
he, I mean, listen, him and Kelsey Bellarini are super cute. I told you guys I saw them when I was at the Rangers game and they were super cute. I love if people were like, are they PR? By the way, let's talk about this PR thing. I will almost never think something's PR. And that goes, oh, that goes in my next topic. I will almost never think something's PR. Like I am naive at my core. I am innocent. I love re- watching reality TV and not thinking about the cameras. Like I don't want to think that anything is done, not honestly. So I'll never think a couple is a PR couple, even though I was told by industry people that like fucking Nick Jonas and Priyanka aren't real. I'm like, don't believe you. They're fucking married and have a baby. Like they're in love. Goodbye. Why do people not like her? People have a thing with her. And with Shawn Mendes and Camilla, so many people so many times are like, Amanda, are you fucking kidding? People think that he doesn't like women. I'm like, you know what? Here's my thing. I would never like out a person or would never force someone to out themselves, would never assume something about someone's sexuality without them saying it. Just like we're not going to assume people are pregnant without them saying it. And it's like, Fucking what? Fucking what? That he like talks gently. You know what I mean? Like him and Camilla were so fucking cute for so long. He was broken when they broke up like unwell. And now they were seen making out at Coachella. I fucking love it. And then people be like PR stunt. I'm like, what? You think people for years upon years would do PR? Here's a PR stunt I can get behind. Emrata calling the paps on her date with Pete. That is a... She really is going on a date with Pete, but could she have tipped off the paps to get a cute little pick? But I don't think that means they didn't hook up or didn't date. Do you get what I mean? So I'm not a PR stunt girly. I take take it. I take the truth. I take what's presented and I believe it and I love it. So I ship Shamila and I hope that it was more than just a hooking up with your ex thing at Coachella, which I'm sure a lot of people do. And by the way, thank you, Instagram algorithm, because they have not shown me Coachella stuff. Because I don't want to see Coachella stuff. And I don't think I will ever flip on Coachella because I'm not a festival girly and I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. But I do like seeing Shamila hook up at Coachella. And I would love to see if Daisy Jones did perform there. And I would be very upset that I wasn't put in the loop. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Scandaval is scandavaling. Raquel released a statement that it's so funny. It's like Raquel's PR. Like two minutes ago, she was James's ex-fiance that no one cared about, that didn't know how to like literally speak. And now it's like Raquel's PR team. It's like, holy fuck, what is life? So they said that she's checking into a mental health facility. And and then people were saying, I don't know where these people got their information, but that it's actually checking into Miraval, which is apparently more of like a spa and that Sandy is joining her and that it's all bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's real with that. I will say watching Vanderpump and seeing all the signs and knowing that they had already had sex at this point and seeing all of it. I'm like, no, this is so CO. This is so CO. This isn't. Oh, oops. I hooked up. with it's. This is like an affair. This is lying all the time. This is sitting with Ariana. By the way, I heard that on the series finale, on the season finale, or towards the end, Ariana has a conversation with Raquel where she like is talking about how she is worried Sandy's cheating on her. And apparently Raquel looks her in the eye and says, whatever like happens, I'm there for you. 
fucking hell. Are you kidding me? This is beyond this is beyond like anything. This is beyond anything. And it's so gross to watch and so crazy to watch that Ariana is sitting there while Tom Sandoval is being like Raquel, Raquel. And I think smacking her on the bum. Just fucking wild. Anyway. Okay, guys. Love you. It was good catching up with you. And damn. I'm just the Vanderpump thing really gets me. It gets me. It gets me. But you know what? Ariana is living life. She's the hottest fucking thing right now. She's a hot commodity right now. And that's what we have to focus on. Yes, they're fucking gross, but she's living and she could be stuck watching Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Oh, my God. His fucking podcast with Howie Mandel that I listened to on the plane for you people where he where he Literally, I feel like the most repeated line of his was like, yeah, we did it for the optics, like trying to make it sound like this 10 year relationship with Ariana was for press. He, that's what he tried to make it seem like. Yeah, you know, things weren't good, but like we went on appearances and wanted to keep it up for our brand, like our brand. We had brand deals and optics. And I'm like, are you OK? And then he would throw in and like he would throw in like like, and of course, what I did was horrible, but he has no remorse. He has no remorse. I feel like he was kind of saying they weren't good. She made him feel like he was stupid and 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 she wasn't into him. And I could see that, right? Like you could see her already rolling her eyes at him on the show. Like he's annoying. He's cringe. But, you know, that's literally no excuse. And him saying that he tried to break up with her, but she wouldn't let him. Like, are you trying to make this girl look fucking stupid? Like she was like, no, don't leave me. Don't leave me, Sandy. That's what he's saying. Together for the optics. She tried to break up with her, but she wouldn't let him. She turned a blind eye. He was like, there's no way she couldn't have known. She turned a blind eye. So this guy, this is not remorseful. This is not a remorseful guy. This is a guy that is trying to get people to understand his actions and excuse his actions. And like, that just ain't going to work, buddy. And you know what? I'm team kind of like, well, Howie Mandel kind of said this, but that's kind of like crazy. He went on the podcast that like doesn't know the show. But Howie Mandel was kind of like, so you cheated. Like people cheat and like it's, it's a deal, but it's not like the hugest deal. So I can get that vibe, which is like, whoa, how did we make this a fucking universal crazy scandal? where like people cheat all the time. How is this? How is this on CNN? And there's just something extra nasty about this. But still, at the end of the day, it's cheating and he's not going to go to jail and he's not going to be like canceled. I mean, he kind of is canceled, but you know what I mean? And he shouldn't like have his life over because he cheated. You know what I mean? But you know what else is wild, guys? And I know you guys think that Lala's like a hypocrite, a lot of you, because she was like the mistress and whatever. But she fucking knew. She kept on saying Raquel gives me this kind of vibe. She gives me the girl that goes with Randall kind of vibe. And I'm like, damn, is Lala psychic? Also, I'm terrified of her. Like, she's always nice to me, but like, I would never want to piss her off. So like you guys saying like, you know, that she's a hypocrite and shit, like she'll just say back to you that like she didn't know and she was being lied to that she wasn't. Anyway, you want to keep talking about it? We'll talk about it. Love you guys so much. And I'll see you next Tuesday. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.